Let me start off with this disclaimer. I understand many women don't want more than a six or seven figure company, and that's cool. But this conversation, this episode is for the sisters who want to aim high and make mogul moves and grow eight and nine figure companies. And I make no apologies about that. When I first started in business, I set my mind to accept making a high six figures. You know, I was in recruiting my first business. So it was like, okay, if I make six figures, I'm good. After about two years, I said, excuse my language, fuck that, and decided to go for rogue. First, I started saying, I want to build a $10 million company. And I walked around for years saying that I'm building a $10 million company. A few years later, I started saying, I'm building a $100 million company. And people would give me the side eye, for real. That's not my problem. That's their own insecurities and disbeliefs. And I'll admit it, allowing myself to say I want to build a billion dollar company scared the shit out of me. I even told myself to say my potential is unlimited. That works for some people, but all it does is appease other people's psyche. And that's not me either. Well, I'm here to tell you I am normalizing wealth, successful companies and moguls, mogul chicks in particular, who are on a similar journey as mine. I'm no longer afraid to want a billion dollar company and saying that. Note I said company, not valuation. There's a big difference and maybe I'll touch on that a little later in this episode. For now, let's normalize wanting to build value, wealth, and long-term legacy. But first, ask yourself two questions. What's stopping me from aiming for a seven, eight, or nine-figure company? And what do I need to do to not only prepare for that goal, but create the mind space to make it happen? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job-creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating to job creating to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at MogulChicks using the hashtag MogulChicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. 
Today's topic is let's make seven, eight, and nine figures the norm for us. And I want to focus on us, women of color, normalizing big, scary goals, audacity to aim high, and making more money than we know what to do with because it's okay. It really is. Nobody ever gives a side eye to the fellas who say, hey, I'm building a multi-million dollar company. And not for nothing, nobody flinches when our white counterparts say it either. The difference is they all move in circles that position them and allow them to make moves and power plays to make it happen. And they open themselves up to learn, to be coachable, and for opportunities. This doesn't mean we don't have or can't have similar circles or can't get into similar circles. There are some who have entered those realms. Janice Bryant Howroyd, Pat McGrath, and yeah, Oprah Winfrey. It's not only entertainers or sports figures who can hit those coveted numbers, those six, seven, seven, eight, and nine figures, excuse me. There are women who are six degrees separated from you who can and have done it. Only we don't see it celebrated enough or highlighted enough in regular media. And very rarely do we see it in black media too. Let's just be real about it, okay? Or, or Latino media. This is why it's so important to own your platforms. This is why I decided to bring my podcast back and I'm also bringing the magazine back. But you know what? That's a topic for another discussion. So let me move on. Again, this episode is for the sisters who want to and strive to make multi-million and billion dollar companies. So let's get into it. An old associate of mine just hit again, the billion dollar mark. Few of you may have heard about a little product called Sphinx. Yeah, that old associate. Years ago, Sarah Blakely and I served on a board together and I got to watch her meteoric rise. I am so proud of her. You know, I don't take anything from her. I think what she's done has been phenomenal. You know, she took a product that is universal for women, but that's besides the point. This morning, I got an email from the broadsheet. That's an email newsletter that I get on a daily basis. They detailed how Sarah just sold a stake of her company to Blackstone, pushing her back up above a billion dollars again. According to them, she was at a billion, then kind of slipped down into like maybe 900 million or whatever it was. And now she's back up to a billion dollars again. Well, I posted it on Facebook and I didn't do it to hate on her or complain, hey, why not us? I wanted to show that it can be done. Sarah had a great product that was life-changing for many women, but she was also able to get in the right circles and get mentors who helped her sharpen her business acumen and make power moves. You know what else she had? A circle. This brings me to my next point. Get yourself in a circle of people that will force you to level the hell up in a big way. When I say people, I don't just mean women or people who look like you. This is the tricky part. We're so used to either not having access to what I call the high rollers club, or we have our own little safe havens, our own little clubs where many of the members or participants are not making those seven, eight, and nine figures, don't know how to make them, or maybe don't want to. We often gravitate towards similarities and comfort zones. Look, don't come for me. I know some of you are about to be mad at me, but really listen to what I'm saying and start making some changes. While I'm grateful for Facebook groups, well, some of them anyway, I see so much bullshit in there. I had to leave a few groups that were not serving me. 
People came to whine about failures, ask for sympathy, or validate their fears. What I wasn't seeing was accountability or growth or leveling up. That's not for me. You know, I saw people comfortable with being within a group of people who looked like them, thought like them, and coddled them. That ain't me. Look, to be in these multi-million dollar and billion dollar streets, you have to have thick skin, a tough resolve, and be one who takes decisive action. And you have to be moldable and coachable. There's no blueprint, secret, roadmap, or coaching memberships that can magically get you there. It takes work, it takes connections and dedication to make those figures. I won't even allow people to use that cop out about having money. Nope. If you get in the right circles, money is not a factor. And I'm proof of that. And don't limit yourself to only people who look like you. I say this to people all the time and I've been saying it for years. Yes, I founded Mobile Chicks for Black and Brown Women, but I knew that in order to get to seven, eight, and nine figures, you have to learn from those who got there before you. Let that marinate for a minute. You know, I'm going to learn from white, black, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, whatever. First, you focus on the knowledge, not the source. Then go back to your circle or your comfort zone and share that knowledge. And that's what I've done. I've been doing that. You know, educate our, let's educate ourselves and expand our circles so it can get us to the point to where we can make those seven, eight, and nine figures. It makes sense. Trust me. Next, look for opportunities to get educated. So what do I mean by this? I'm sure you know, you know that it's not about taking courses and videos and such, you know, things like that. I mean, use the most powerful tools that you have. You're going to laugh when I say this, but Google and social media. Yep. I said that. Learn about the types of funding opportunities that are out there. Learn how to get funded. By the way, I teach a funding school. It's a boot camp for that. So that's, you can learn about that on the Mobile Chicks website. Learn who the players are and what companies or founders have had success with them. Learn the lingo, learn the hangout spots, learn the events, learn how to pitch, learn all of that. That is up to you to learn. Understand deals like the ones that Sarah Blakely made with Blackstone. So in case you don't know, let me tell you about Blackstone. Blackstone is an alternative asset management firm that specializes in real estate, private equity, hedge fund solutions, credit, secondary funding, uh, public debt and equity, and multi-asset strategies. They invest in early stage companies too, as well as later stage, you know, Sarah's is 20 years old. Um, now, if you're not familiar with these terms that I just read, um, said to you, read off, please research them. These people sign multi-million and billion dollar deals and they only focus on companies where they know they can drive economic growth and they know will provide a lucrative return on investment. You can be part of that. You know, there are plenty of companies out there that are similar to Blackstone. Learn who they are and at what stage they get involved with companies and what makes a company worthy to them. Now, granted, many of you probably won't ever want a deal like Sarah's, but guess what? She said herself 20 years ago, she didn't think she'd ever want to do a deal like that. You just never know. Um, and to let you know, also, there are black companies similar to Blackstone out there, too, and Latino companies. You just got to dig and look for them, but they're out there. Uh, my next point is be more selective about 
what you consume and where you get advice. Now, I felt the need to say this because (sighs) when I look at Facebook, there's a lot of good stuff on Facebook and there are a lot of well-meaning people on Facebook. But then there there are times when I see conversations where I'm just shaking my head and I want to say something, but I don't want to look like the crab in the barrel or I'm hating or whatever. But no, no, we have to change this. It's great to be part of groups. I'm a part of a couple myself and they all serve specific purposes. I built out the mogul circle, you know, for seven plus figure sisters and the mogul makers club for high six figure sisters for specific purposes. They're at different levels. These, these sets of women are at different levels and they have different cores. It's not to make anyone watch videos or take courses or fill out worksheets. I don't work well with that. I built them both with the intention of members taking action. I know for me, a seven figure earner, I don't want to have to take the time or, or have the time to take courses and watch videos and all. And, and I appreciate all of that. And there was one group in particular that I joined that it was about, Hey, take this course first. These multi, I think 20 videos, but I don't have time for that. I'm growing companies, you know, it's, it's crazy because I'm looking at international expansion. I'm looking at new markets. I'm looking at scale and expansion. You know, that's why you don't see me broadcasting courses and such. Oh, launch this new course and, you know, things like that. I have the Mobile Chicks Academy where people can go on their own to take courses, very few of them, or attend the Accelerator, which is what I always point people to when they want to get to the point where they're gearing up for a seven-figure business. I think the Accelerator is perfect. But the core of my Mobile Chicks company is being a strategist for women, women of color, who one who need to master a different mindset and business strategy to build a multi-million or billion dollar company. Two, to build a team that allows them to grow and scale. And three, who need assistance mapping out strategies and providing solutions for business growth and expansion. I tell people all the time, I am not a business coach. If you want to call me that, that's fine, but that is not who I am. I don't focus on branding and marketing. I focus on all the behind the scenes, unsexy stuff. You know, I'm not saying don't join groups, but be realistic. If you know you're trying to get products on the shelves, then going into a group for service-based businesses or even for startups is not where you should be. If you're trying to expand your team, then being in a group of solopreneurs is not where you should be. Find groups that serve a particular purpose other than camaraderie. Yeah, I said that. All that rah-rah, we're rooting for you girl groups and you know, they're great to boost your ego, but how are they putting money in your pocket? You know, I have to say that. How are they putting money in your pocket? You have to step back and think about it. The time that you're spending on these groups and participating and some of you potentially giving away intellectual property, which I'm going to have a conversation with, with a favorite attorney of mine soon that will talk about all that other stuff. But what are you really getting from this group other than handholding and the pat on the back? You know, think about that. Be more strategic and thoughtful about your your intentions and your interactions and where you put your attention. Once you're past startup phase, stop thinking, acting and treating your company like you're still at that level. You're not. And let me touch on one more thing before I wrap up. I need to circle back to my Facebook post about Sarah Blakely and Blackstone. 
as I said in my post, there are so many things to dissect here. And I wanted to do this podcast so that I can really drive my point across. But a couple of things stood out for me. You know, aside from the fact that, you know, I was happy for Sarah and everything, the the topic about outside funding, you know, sure, she had a kick-ass product and it helped many women, not to mention Oprah mentioning it, sent it over the top. You know, she made a lot of money and didn't need any outside funding once the momentum picked up. But for women of color, that isn't the norm. I want to put that out there. Now, I will say this, there are a lot of VC, I don't want to say a lot. There's some VCs out there and angel groups out there now that are starting to put their focus on women of color, but that's not the norm. You know, Sarah had the luxury of not needing or accepting outside fund. You know, they were throwing money or trying to throw money at her and she refused it. We're not that fortunate. You know, we're getting these funds now and we're getting these VCs and, and angels to take interest in us, but the bar is still very high. So a lot of them will not fund what they consider a lifestyle business. A lifestyle business is something that they deem is not something that's going to be the next Facebook or the next Spanx or the next Nike or whatever. So we have to really sit down and think about what our intention is for our business, what kind of business we're growing and in, in building and how it fits into that landscape. If we're trying to get those kind of dollars, we need to figure out how to structure our companies to be acceptable for that. You know, there's nothing wrong with her wanting to step back and move on. You know, she's had 20 years to build her business and clearly had an end goal for an exit. A lot of us don't plan for the end. We believe that we'll be doing this till the day we die or we'll be doing it forever. Two trains of thoughts on that that I had. First, there's nothing wrong with grooming someone else to take over the day-to-day while we be effectively the CEO. That's what teams are for. And if you want to want to build a legacy company to pass down through generations, you have to detach yourself from the day-to-day and focus on building a company. Somebody asked or somebody mentioned something about the difference between a business and a company. And I tell people all the time, having a business is not the same as running a company. So get real clear about that. And then the second thing is there's no shame in selling if that's what it will take for you to get to the next level. Some people get mad when brands sell, primarily black black brands. Let's be real about it. Um, I remember when Essence sold, everybody was up in an uproar. And when BET sold, everybody was up in an uproar. But, you know, some people, each, each individual, each situation is individual. You know, everyone has a price. I keep telling people that. I'll just leave that part right there. But, you know... I don't plan on selling anything because I'm building generational wealth from my family that's going to be passed down. But you never say never. If a deal works best in your favor, take that deal. You got to you gotta think with the end in mind. And a lot of us don't do that. Like I said, we think we're doing this forever. And then we get burnout or whatever. But we need to start thinking about the long term and the end goal, you know. The other thing was, you know, when I say focus on building a company, there's one reason why. When you build a company, you have options. You have certain freedoms. We can debate all day what the numbers look like and what's comfortable for each person. Ultimately, for a small, say for a small handful of people, most women of color don't reach these numbers. Maybe seven figures, but not the high seven figures. Like I haven't seen, aside from a few that I've mentioned in a very small handful, that group that's made over $500 million, you know, 500 million, a billion dollars or anything like that. We're not, 
our companies are not doing that. We need to change this. We need to normalize growing billion dollar companies, period. And that is what my goal is. That's what my focus is. So I am hoping that you got a lot from this podcast today. I'm not apologizing for anything I said. And I mean every word that I say, you know, we need to normalize growing seven, eight and nine figure businesses for women of color companies, companies, let's, let's remove the word business and replace that with companies. Um, to, to those of you who are happy in the six figures, Hey, you know, good, cool. I hope you join the mogul makers club. But for those of you who are aiming high, like me, we got to start thinking differently. We have to start moving differently. You have to make a shift, not just in your mindset, but also in the way you do business. I always tell people like on my website, it says, reimagine the way you do business. We have to do that. And we have to get in better circles. Got to be, you can't be scared. You got to put on the big girl drawers and make it happen. Get out there. If they don't give us a seat at the table, build our own, bust down the door, buy the block, whatever we need to do. So with that said, I would love to help you build your multi-million, billion dollar company. If you feel that I'm the person to help you, that's fine. If not, find somebody who can help you. But leave your comments and let's get this conversation started. I would love to know your thoughts on how we can change our mindsets and the things that we should do or need to do to grow seven, eight, and nine figure companies. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, and this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes, and if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at Mogul Chicks. And that's Mogul Chicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye. Mm -hmm.